Hello, my beautiful earth angels. My name is Naomi Meras, and you're listening to Diving Into Your Divinity, a podcast about spirituality, self-development, divine feminine, holistic health, and how to be your highest self. So thank you. Thank you, everyone, for showing up today, for taking the time to connect, to dive deeper, to seek something outside of yourself that could potentially help yourself, your lineage, your ancestors, your your healing spiritual journey. So thank you so much. And today, my loves, I'm feeling very called to talk about the sacred divine feminine activating the divine feminine, awakening your inner goddess and really just exploring that. I feel that in our generation, especially here in the United States, it's kind of been kind of blinded to a sense of masculine energy, which is about doing and going and constantly working in this hustle, right? So I feel that, you know, there's this collective awakening in some way to heal and honor and again tap into that divine feminine so i'm so excited and again please just understand and have an open heart open mind that i'm only going to be giving information that has worked for me things that i have learned texts that i have read podcasts and people i have spoken to around this sacred divine feminine And I feel as a Reiki master, as a yogi, as a ceremonial female leader in some sort, I can give some context to what has helped me to really just reconnect to that loving, nurturing sense of Divine Feminine. So to start off, I'll kind of talk about what the Divine Feminine is for anyone who's not familiar so the divine feminine is basically all about feeling right and being nurturing a sense of rest and sexuality creativity and you know just so you are you're all clear divine feminine and masculine energies have nothing to do with sex or gender or anything like that Everyone has both divine feminine and masculine energies and they are both equally important and critical to be able to evolve and just really reach this embodiment of your highest self. So just to kind of put that out there as well. So again, so divine feminine can also be very compassionate, forgiving, but also fiery and fierce. She could be a leader yet a healer and i find this so fascinating that the divine feminine is seen all over history as well our past generations and timelines even rooting back from peru which talks about the pachamama mama earth egyptians talk about isis and how she's this divine feminine goddess there's also venus and shakti and aphrodite even the moon is seen and is 
really honored as this divine feminine throughout so many parts in different cultures and beliefs and spiritual practices and I think that there are so many different reasons why people connect and assimilate the moon with the feminine but what I find the most intriguing and just like fascinating and empowering is the fact that the moon has 21 phases and she's constantly just stretching our skies and affecting our oceans which is also seen as feminine and if you think about it the moon and women have cycles and rebirths transitions our menstrual cycle which is typically 21 to about what 25 days or so so it's seen to have this really beautiful connection and holistic kind of intertwining from the cosmos and you know our moon and the sun and the earth so again really honoring those phases as a woman in times of rest in times of work when our when we're on our menstrual cycle it's more important to kind of do that inner work and stillness and doing soft practices like yoga and stretching and pilates versus when you're on your ovulation and you end your body is ready to kind of like basically receive right and you're bearing life or bearing your manifestations your dreams your your real life goals and how you can feed into them so it's really just like this interconnection of everything and harnessing it to the best of our ability and to kind of give you some introspection as well and opposition opposition is what i meant so the divine masculine on the other side is a sense of action and doing determination nature structure achieving so at times it can be so hard to reconnect with the sense of peace and stillness and meditativeness when we're constantly kind of being fed this mindset and this matrix to go to do to work to achieve because your worthiness is based on it and that's where a lot of people get lost and it can be hard and really stagnant to kind of reach the other side and understand that we're dualistic beings and our ancestors honored this sense of doing and being and mother earth and connection so that's why i think it's so important to understand and so going back to the divine feminine as well um i think that some really powerful ways that we can start to awaken this beautiful powerful goddess which has been oppressed for years, for generations, whether it's through culture or religion, patriarchy, social beauty standards, whatever it might be, there's all of this kind of boxing in, like we're being limited, like just tightly fitted into this little box. And it's time for us to break the walls, to unveil, to strip away, to take the mask off, and really find your authenticity. 
So Divine Feminine is also about empowerment and leadership and the feminist movements that go around. It should be seen as healthy and loving and a balanced sense that we need men and we need women. And that when we work together, even within our own inner Divine Feminine and masculine energies we can fucking rule the world you get me like we can harness and we can alchemize and transform anything that comes to us because we've understood that there's a time and place to work and grind and achieve and there's a time to rest and be creative and compassionate and gentle so moving on to some couple of tips that i have for you guys on how to reclaim and really awaken your inner divine sacred feminine so first thing i want to touch on is really practicing on prioritizing your self-care self-love so what this looks like can be so vast and so infinite so please just take what resonates for you and leave anything that might not so some ways that i love to practice this is by eating nutritious whole organic plant-based meals doing full plates of carbs and proteins and my vegetables and fruits and natural juices that will really cleanse and help my my temple my body this beautiful vessel that i get to carry my spirit soul and mind with so i might you know make myself plant-based smoothies or microgreens i'll I'll make myself like fruit bowls and things that i know are from the earth that were given to me to nurture myself and speaking affirmations to them you know having fun with it it doesn't have to be like you have to go on this rigid diet or anything like that we're all so complex so distinct so different so really find what feels right for you and listen to your body get curious because how your body reacts to a certain type of food is it's teaching you something it's trying to demonstrate like hey like these foods i feel fucking amazing with these foods or with these foods i feel like shit you know so really get still meditate on your food get still before and after and also sleeping so sleeping and really honoring rest relaxing doing soft practices, getting to a sense of meditation and really allowing yourself to be unproductive in a sense because we've been so wired to constantly do and go and finish that to-do list. It could be really hard to kind of just sit down or lie down, read a book, drink some tea, listen to soft music, you know, it's it's not as easy as, as we make it seem to be but with the right mindset and with daily practices and small steps you can start to implement this so for example i think that one of the main ways i started to really dive deeper into my divine feminine is creating a nighttime and morning routine so starting to get still you know which once it reached the end of the day you know i'd light a candle put my phone away i put soft meditative music um i would you know make myself a nice bath some tea i would 
you know, really prioritize me and just allow myself to feel into my body and get still and do everything slowly and intentionally and mindfully. And that to me was like, whoa, like, I'm a fucking goddess. Like, I really, if I can treat myself this wholesomely and lovingly and really just honor that sense of stillness, then I can show up in my life and harness those divine masculine energies when I have to work and I have to go so much better and so much more fully and thoughtfully and intentionally because I'm taking time to honor myself and my beautiful loving energy. So the second step I would love to implement in your daily divine feminine guide (laughs) would be movement and reclaiming your body really again after centuries of female oppression and the sense of doing and going and action instead of just being and relaxing and and feeling into your emotions it could be hard so that's why i love to honor my body in ways such as yoga like soft stretching like tai chi breath work doing like wild womb reconnection ceremonies and moving your pelvis opening your hips like that sacral chakra is so connected to that divine creative feminine and a sense of just allowing yourself to feel and feeling good i think that a lot of the times being able to reclaim your energy it can feel unsafe you know our mind is wired to protect us so when things happen where us women we suffer through sexual trauma or someone says something about our body that we feel triggered or we don't feel safe around certain people or environments our mind and our subconscious and our body holds that trauma the body holds score so that's why it's so important to reconnect and reclaim and hold that inner child that inner feminine that mother within so that you can feel safe and you can show up in the world as your highest most divine self so this can look like so many different things it can even be seen as going for a walk going in nature starting to move your body when you're feeling stressed and you're working and you're sitting down for hours getting up and moving your body putting music on and just dancing to the rhythm that's what divine feminine is she's flowy she's magical she's free and fierce And something I forgot to mention that I will make another podcast in the future is this light feminine and the shadow feminine. So some of you may have heard of this, but basically the light feminine is she's, you know, she's fun. She's gentle. She's light, selfless, nurturing. And the shadow is more, you know, fierce. She's powerful, boundaries. She's sexually empowered she's free and we need to understand and honor both of these sides of ourselves just like the yin and the yang and finding this sense of beautiful interconnect interconnectedness 
where we can have the right tools to honor when we need to listen and when we need to speak up and when we need to give and when we need to set boundaries. So it's, it's so holistic and dualistic at the same time. The next tip I have for you guys is connection. So this can mean connection to your ancestors, to your guides. It could be the moon, your family, your family, your inner child, other women. So really having that sense of connectedness can really start to allow yourself and your body, your mind, your soul to feel safe again, to have the right environment and a sense of belonging. When you have the freedom to speak openly and softly and, and listen and honor other women around you and hear their story and their lineage and their trauma and how they were able to surpass and how they were able to create a beautiful life and re recollect and reimagine and reclaim their power. Because so many women have done it and you can too. And you are so worthy of it and you are so powerful. And that's why the sacred divine feminine has been so oppressed. Because of these, these, this fear. that Because the divine feminine is so powerful that, that these higher social structures and puppeteers and this matrix, quote unquote, doesn't want us to reclaim that sense of inner magic in a sense. So connecting with your roots, with your past. A lot of women struggle with connection with their mom and their sisters because there's a deep and painful female wound within. And not being able to trust other women around you or feeling envious or afraid or like you have to kind of put your guard up instead of opening and opening your heart chakra and embracing each other and crying and holding and allowing space because that's where the true magic is even in native american tribes there's something i recently learned that ceremonies were held with women and ecstatic dance and movement and breath and spinning because that's how they reached different portals and dimensions and that's how they would heighten their mental consciousness as a collective because they would all give their medicine to each other and they would all nourish one another with their wisdom to where they all heightened in frequency and in mindset so it's important to have that and really connecting with even if it's just one or two or however many women out there and holding space for each other because we need that women need women in such a constructed kind of world that the least we can do is have each other's back the next step i have for you guys is really starting to tap into your sensualized life if that's a word <laughs> so sensual pleasure romanticizing your life yin energy which is you know flowy again it's cool it's watery it's you know whether this is seen as an open sense of, you know, lighting candles, having like fun books to really tap into your 
imaginatory sense of, you know, expansion. Maybe this looks like having art or painting your walls. You can have plants or completely redecorate your room. Really allowing that feng shui energy, that openness to not only be within you, but in your environment. Because, again, it's all kind of a reflection, right? If, if you go home and you don't feel safe, and unfortunately there is you know, a lot of us that have to deal with that at times. And even having one room or one area where you feel like you could have a sense of peace and tranquility and maybe having like crystals or plants or some stuffed animals whatever you feel is allowing you to just tap into that sense of softness and and kindness and loving connection to your senses the way that i like to do this is basically by opening space in my room so i'll you know clean sheets open the windows i put incense candles i love to have plants because it really allows me to kind of nurture them and take care of them and understand that they need nourishment just like i do i love to write mantras on my mirrors and you know reorganize furniture so that it's more open and free and clear and clean so that i not only feel like i'm doing the inner work but my environment is reflecting that and I feel comfortable enough to open myself and dance whenever I want to dance or just journal or roll around on the floor. Like when you have the opportunity to create just a beautiful environment and it just looks so aesthetic and so satisfying for your soul, then again, it kind of starts to affect you as well. Like energy, it's the energy. So when you have an intention to place a certain, you know, little pot somewhere or a prop or your bed or whatever you might do it really sets an intention for you to honor your divine goddess so the last step i have for you guys to again reconnect with that divine beautiful feminine is reconnecting with nature so i feel that this is one of the deepest ways that I have been able to really just reach down to the roots, literally, of Mama Gaia. And this can look like grounding, laying on the floor, doing yoga at the beach, stargazing. You can do a full moon ritual and connect with the phases of the moon while you're on your cycle and honoring your womb and your yoni sitting on the earth and planting your root chakra your sitting bones and just feeling that energy of divine and unconditional love nourish your soul and feeling like you have this undeniable place on earth and you don't have to do anything to earn it we're all divine beautiful beings and we all deserve a place on this earth without the sense of external recognition but to feel worthy and loved just for existing and being and knowing that we are all divine goddess priestesses gods whatever we can all harness that our ancestors and 
our family, our spirit guides, they would all want us to embody that highest, most loving self. So I think that coming back to the earth where our ancestors resided can be so impactful. Seeing the stars and connecting with your zodiac, laying in the sun, recharging your genetic expression in so many ways, it could feel like you're able to step in so much better and actually do the work and be honest with your inner trauma while at the same time honoring that light and that beauty and that sense of just being. That's the end of the podcast my loves i'll end it here because there's so much i i get really passionate and really excited for all the juicy and loving ways we can be able to connect with that flowy goddess energy and just wild woman and fierce but kind and soft but powerful so thank you again so much for listening If you like this podcast, please leave a review, leave a rating, share it with a soul sister, with a mother, with a friend, with your neighbor, with whoever you feel. And until next time, my loves, thank you for diving into your divinity. Love you.